experimenting with some new technologies. One of those new technologies is called Vapor, V-A-P-R. You can find it on iTunes and on Google Play. It's a new social media app. Uh, we're going to be testing it out, playing with it. I'm going to be doing some stuff on it tomorrow. Uh, but let's get to the movie and let's get to the beer. Uh, once again, we're warming up today with, we got two beers coming in. We got Power and Light, we got Four Corners. So we have Independence and Four Corners, Power and Light, and of course my favorite, Rip the Top Off, get it going. Here we go. Boo, booze. El Chagon. Hold on. All right, that is open. So, in what I think is going to be the last of our shitty summer sequels here, folks, we are going to be looking at the movie Strange Events 2. Strange Events 2 is is Strange Events 2 is a, is a horror film. It is the world's horrors become reality as ghosts, monsters, ghouls, and ghastly creatures come to life. The strange and twisted becomes the norm as the paranormal, supernatural, and downright insane is examined. Nightmares consume the mind, leaving those unfortunate enough to witness them frightened and disturbed. That's what I'm talking about, people. Let's get a drink. Folks, I'm telling you, there's nothing quite like a freshy, freshy drink of that amazing El Chagone. You know, the, the people at uh, Four Corners and everywhere else, right? I mean, this is this is where it's at. But, um, you know, they just, they, they've got it going on, the butt-ums. So, yeah. So, anyway, so we're working on Vapor. We're going to start dropping some pins. We got, we got, we're tokenized. We got all this cool stuff going on. So, I'm very excited. Uh, Jason Dick and I are going to record later this week at the amazing Dive Bar Austin. I'm excited that Dick Man's back in town. He's been traveling all over the world. And doing some amazing stuff. Uh, for those of you in Austin uh, listening around the world who also listen to our 101X and the uh, amazing Jason Dick, we also want to say and give a heartfelt love to, uh, to Deb O'Keefe. She lost her little cat, Georgie. Uh, Deb, we love you and we're so sorry about this. Um, yeah, I know it's weird. And now to the movie, right? Now to, now to Strange Events 2, which in our, in our last, so what we're going to do, this is going to be our last shitty summer sequel. And we're going to end on this one. I mean, dude, it's not good. It did not get a lot of love. In fact, um, IMDb's got this at 3.2 stars out of 10. 3.2 out of 10. Jeez. Uh, our friends at Google Play, they don't even rank it. It hasn't even been ranked yet. That's how bad it is. It's horrible. I mean, director Jesse Hale... Uh, we got uh, Jason, but it's, it's, it's Y, it's J-A-Y-S-E-N. 
This is like George. This is like Jeff with a G. All right. If you're naming yourself Jason and you're J A Y S E N, I want to give this moment, this great opportunity, this wonderful moment in time, to tell you to change your name and become an adult. Stop your nonsense. Okay. Stop. You're J A S O N. All right. Well, we'll be original. I don't care if you want to be original. Right. And we got Butterin, but J Jason P Butterin. Ruben Rodriguez and Charlie Phoenix. Just good, clean living, people. That's just that's where we're at when it comes to all these people. Uh, so this lady at home has received this creepy doll, and she just left it out in the open. First of all, if you get a weird package from someone, and it's a creepy doll, that's, I mean, that's fucking, you, you throw it away. You don't keep it at all. Get rid of it ASAP. But you know it, what, what I find mo most fascinating about this, and, and the reason we, we went after this movie is because I wanted to go down a little tangent here on on strange events and, and on things happening in the in the real world that that's just crazy. Here's the thing: so we look at all of this, right? So we're looking at ghosts and, and goblins and ghouls and monsters and deadly creatures that that are reality. But that's we're we're, we're always taking this weird perspective, right? So our assumption in anything that we do is that one, we're the most technologically advanced and we're winning, A, and B, that everything we're doing is normal, cool, and copacetic, and we're just gonna keep on trucking, we're gonna keep on keeping on. Uh-oh, the doll is gone. This lady's walking around her house, she's like, oh, I wonder where that crazy fucking doll went. Well, that crazy doll is about to stab you, you psychopath, you need to get your game up. Before I, um, before I get on this little tangent, let me take one more drink here. Mm-hmm. That doll's gonna probably push her out the window. Oh. Something's opening. She doesn't play scared very well. I mean, not only is this movie poorly written and poorly shot and poorly lit, the acting is also, oh, 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 how do you say this? Poor. Poor performance on the acting. But hey, you know what? This could be her first role. So anyway, so you know, we always think we're the most advanced, we're the best at what we do, yada, yada, yada. What about this? If you, well, first of all, you've got to assume that there's you know, you can do radio waves, right? Like you could set up a radio in the 1500s, right? Set up a radio. Now, what is scarier to them? What's scarier to the radio people? I mean, to, to the people of the 1500s. Is it scarier that there's Jack the Ripper running around or whatever he ran around? Or would the radio be scarier? If they had a box that magically just had my voice just pumping, just bumping gums, just pumping out noises, just the meat suit making crazy sounds. Like, what's scarier to someone? Honestly, they've never seen it before. See, th this is where horror films are weird. Like, I, I wish they would remake the horror film. You know, we haven't redone a good horror film. This is why these horror films, unless it gets gorier and gorier and you're watching the fingers slowly, you know, like Saw and all that, you know, oh, the, the fingers slowly ripping out. Oh my gosh, he lost his leg. Oh my goodness, this scary clown mask is making me cut my own arm off. Or, oh man, what is this? What could this possibly be? Unless the gore factor's there, right? What do you get? You get nothing, and you got nothing. I mean, is it, is it how do you, you know, you create the dull, the dull sound, dun, 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 and then it pops, and then it gets after someone? Where, what do you do to, to, to change the game? You know, and I think that the one way you can change the game is let's, let's mix up horror and time travel, but let's go back in time and just as ridiculous as it is that we live in a world where ghosts and monsters and goblins and little things that pop out of um, out of little uh, 
little jack-in-the-boxes pop up and, and scare people. It's just as weird as that is. Why couldn't we just bring back, I mean, just simply, like, let's just make a horror film where you're hiding a radio in someone's house in the 1500s and just scaring the shit out of them. Hell, you could go do that with the Amish today. Just go, just go give them an iPhone. You want, you want to scare the Amish? Give them an iPhone and have them do FaceTime with someone in Australia. Have them FaceTime another Amish community in Australia. You want to scare the shit out of them? Have them in real time be looking at their friend in Australia with enough to hand write a letter. They're not just getting a carrier pigeon. That poor pigeon's going to just flap, 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 way across the Pacific Ocean. Not anymore, champ. No way. Instead, now we've got something else. Now, now it's like, well, how, how did this communication happen? What kind of weird witchcraft is this? It's no weird witchcraft, man. This is just science, son. And this is where monsters and other stuff comes in, right? Is it just science? It probably is. Now, look at this. All right, our, our gal's gone. And now we have a, uh, a, a gentleman here sitting down on this couch. And he just got the jack-in-the-box, opened up a weird, beat-up, non-addressed thing. And he's like, oh, look at this. Oh, oh, I can just touch it. We get the view from the little jack-in-the-box. And it's like, what nightmare are we going to give this man? What, what terrible, oh, it's a lady this time. Now, this is interesting, right? So it's changed up. For, uh, for the lady, it was, oh, Kill Devil Hill, North Carolina, 2-3-2018. Interesting. For the lady, it was a, it was a boy jack-in-the-box. For the man, it was a lady jack-in-the-box. So it, do not assume the gender of our Jacques in the box. But you do have to wonder how much of the light, how much of the world that we live in right now, everything we're doing right now, how much of this world Honestly speaking, if you just look at it and think about all the cool shit that we do, that if you went back to the 15 or 1600s, if you went back to the plague, if you if you just went back to before the Industrial Revolution and you, and you did all the stuff that we're doing now, recording a podcast, watching TV, getting on the internet, how much of this is a horror film to those people? How terrifying is television? I mean, honestly, how terrifying is it that you're looking at, especially a flat screen these days, right? I mean, something that's two, three inches thick, hangs on your wall, and you're going to see people do weird, scary shit, right? I mean, honestly, that's, that's terrifying. How terrifying is radio? How crazy are cell phones that you can just do, 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 touch a couple buttons, and what, you're talking to anyone, anywhere in the world, at any time, as long as you both have a connection, a cellular or internet connection, right? I mean, that's just too... That is just next level craziness. Absolutely next level craziness. This bitch is walking up to a clown. Hold on, I'm sorry. She sees a dude in a clown suit sitting by her television and she's walking up to see if that clown is real. She's just gonna put a, a sash over it. No, no, no. If you find an adult stuffed clown in your house, number one thing you do is leave. The number two thing you do is burn the house down. The number three thing you do is make sure that clown ashes are there and gone. Now she's just going to get a snack. See, this is what bothers me about horror movies in general. She's just going to get a snack. Now the clown has removed the little sash. She's like, listen, I'm a clown. I'm here and I'm staring at you. It's just so weird. It just leave, man. This is... White people are, are the worst at horror films, right? I mean, we're just the absolute worst. We keep walking up to it. She's in shoes. We've got some weird jean shorts on, but she's in shoes. So listen, you're in shoes. You have the opportunity to leave. There's a door. And instead, you keep throwing shit over his face. Listen, man. 
Strange events, too. Here's a strange event for a white person in a horror film. This will really get the kids going, walk out. When you see screams or a gunfire or anything else, you just walk out. If you see a dude that's in a clown suit that is straight staring you down in the corner of a room and you can't put a sash over his face, you walk out. Hey there, friends. Got a question about that life-size clown in the corner of your house. Wondering uh, if I can burn it. Yeah, you can. You can burn it. You can light it on fire. These are these are real things you can do if anyone ever gives you a clown. This, this is just the real facts of life. You take the good, you take the bad, there you both, you have the facts of life. The facts of life, I kind of jumbled that up because I was in the middle of a swallow and if I were to get a drink and then trying to talk and, listen, there's a lot of things you can multitask, but you can't multitask the mouth too much. You know what I'm saying? That is a difficult, difficult thing to do is multitasking the mouth. However, multitasking the mouth would be a great band name, especially if it was a beatbox band. If all you did was however beatboxing goes, right? If you did beatboxing, then that's the best band name in the world. It just is, all right? Multitasking mouth, you're a beatbox band. Now this bitch has real problems because the chair is empty, which means the clown is out and about and ready to go. And once again, the acting is not on point. Just, it's not on point and she also let's be honest you know it's a low-grade film that bitch has an android phone all right now i don't mean her listen but she has an android phone and this brings me to something else because i gave myself a hard pause when i called her a bitch right and i don't mean that in a derogatory or negative way but now i do want to jump down a road montreal canada well i mean this is this is crossing borders we're in canada we're in a multicultural relationship beautiful white sheets there's a family here. Let me tell you something right now, man. Bad shit's about to happen. Especially probably that kid. For sure, that good-looking mom. For sure, that good-looking mom. Hold on one second. We got two kids. We got a pillow fight. We got we got we got death knocking on the door. Knock knock knocking on heaven's door. So here's the funny thing. And hang on to your seats for a little bit here, because we're gonna take a hard left turn out of strange events too, right? Out of our shitty summer sequels. And we're going to get into another shitty summer sequel. A shitty summer sequel that is, that is uh, what, I think five or, or eight years in the making. So uh, if you guys have been watching the news at all, right? Uh, Mr. Epstein, and I'm, listen, the Mr. part, Epstein, he is a horrible, horrible piece of shit who is, uh, has some cash on him, right? Allegedly 53 million in cash in the bank. Um, you know, and some and some islands and homes everywhere. Listen, the guy is loaded. He's got lots of money, all right. But uh, he has been busted for the second time for uh, not only trafficking but also just having sex with kids, right? This is the second time. Pardon my burps. The second time, this has happened. The first time he got off with a slap on the wrist because evidently he cooperated with the DA and uh, the Attorney General and got slapped on the wrist. They busted him again, right? And here's what I don't understand. Here's, here's, and someone's got to help me out here. And I do mean this. You got to help me out a little bit here, folks. So, and, and, I, and I, I do not mean this as a knock uh, on, on the ladies that were part of the Me Too. Right, so you had these sometimes well-paid, sometimes not well-paid, but sometimes well-paid actresses, 
uh, we'll just call them all actors, right? But for, for the term actresses, just because, right? Well-paid actresses that are, um, that are on TV, that are getting checks, that are getting paid, that were being sexually harassed. That in some capacity, or, you know, and, and listen, there's no excuse for it, and it should have never happened. But with that, and with women coming forward, there was the hashtag Me Too. There was there was all this stuff happening in the media. I mean, every day there was there was a new expose in the New York Times, and it was it was it was what can we do to further? How can we empower and not take power away from women? What can we do to build them up? And all of that is great and fantastic. Also, now just pause, just wait with me here, right? Also, think about what happened when Michael Vick got caught dogfighting, right? So he had dogs, he was dogfighting. De deplorable act, despicable, horrible, horrible act, right? Absolutely gross. Could not be more disgusting breeding dogs just to fight them so that they will, and, and, and they will die, right? Because they're gonna fight and die, they're gonna fight and live and get injured. But either way, it's not a good life for the dog. There's not one part of it that's a good life for the dog. And what happened? Man, shelter adoptions went up. There was, there was crackdowns on dog fighting rings. The man lost his career. He, uh, he came back for a little bit, but he is still hat in hand, extremely humble every time he's in public because he was the man who fought dogs. He was the man who had a dog fighting ring. He was the man who hosted dog fighting events. I think we'll just call it allegedly. But he got busted for a lot of dog fighting things, right? And people lost their everlasting fucking minds. And once again, there's, listen, that's going to happen. And it should. We shouldn't treat animals that way. There should not be a dog fighting. There should be cock fighting. There should be any of that, right? But there, you got to think about think about the media storm. Think about the media uprising. Think about the craziness of what. Think about the hashtag, the social injustice, the social justice warriors going after everything, just tearing everyone down. If you didn't have a hashtag Me Too in your social profile, your blue check mark could be taken away. And once again, nothing wrong with that. All right, did it go a little overboard? In my humble opinion, sure. I mean. All of us are innocent until proven guilty, right? Uh, I think that you know some people got unjustly crucified. I think others did not get crucified enough, and that's okay. But all were taken to to task. All were, every single one of them. Uh, you know the ladies that, uh, and what I mean by the some that didn't get taken to task when I'm talking about it, are the ladies that that were found out to maybe have had or did have sexual uh, relations with younger people that they shouldn't have had, right? And that's, and Rogan's got a whole bit on it in his latest special, and you know, it, 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 go watch that special, and, and I'm not gonna do his bit, go watch that special and, and check it out, because it's absolutely amazing, and it's true, right? But the real horror story here is that a horror story of sexually trafficked children being flown all over the world, private islands, east coast, west coast, getting recruited, getting, all that. Where's the uproar? Where's the hashtag? Where is where are the people marching on the streets? What is happening in this world where we know that a former president was at least on that plane three times, some say as many as 27 times. We know that a current president was neighbors with him and chummy chummy at some degree, right? We know that current officials in the government and in lead, leaders of business all were chummy chummy, went to his islands, you know, flew on the Lolita Express, did all of this nonsense. We've known that. They're, the flight logs are there for a reason, folks. They're there. We know it. And they're like, ah, oh, man, never saw that. Just turned a blind eye to everything. 
Where's the uproar? How come if somebody does a dogfighting scene in a movie, right, or, or on a television show, or some, you know, some, somebody does a Jesus cartoon or a Muslim cartoon you don't like, the religious right, the, the religious group of, of the, that's affected or impacted, right, that those people, they get crazy. They're boycotting companies. They're, tell, they're tearing shit down. They're burning it to the ground. They're doing everything they can to make sure that it's gone forever, right? Boycott this, do this, do, don't do this. You know what we need to do? We need to stop this. Da, 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 and they get after everybody, everywhere. And they do, right? And they get aggressive about it. And they get crazy about it. And they will go and they will pick it. Where are those people for these kids? Where are they? Where, where, where are they looking at Jet? Where are they looking at Epstein's financials? Why aren't they looking and seeing who he represents, what companies he's done, done business with, the numbers of people that have flown to his private island, in all of that nonsense and everything that's going on? Where are they? Where are your boycotts? Where are your hashtags? Where's your social outrage? What? Hey, hey, I, you know what? All you little play, all you little people that just play to the masses, that you know, all the Me Too guys that are sitting there and they're just like, oh yeah, I wore my pink pussy hat and I marched. Where are you now? What, is because you can't get laid on this one? That this is just a real fight? That you're actually just, you're fighting for the voice of a child and you just, you just can't find a way to do it? You just don't know how because you can't wear a pink pussy hat and then go to a march and then flirt with a chick, huh? That you can't be that? Fuck all of you, seriously. Fuck all of you. For all of you people that, that push so hard on Me Too, for everyone that push so hard on dogfighting, for everyone that pushes so hard when a religious injustice is done somewhere around the world, for all of that, seriously, piss right off. Go take a long walk off a short, short plank into the oblivion. Because there are real kids out there. They got really hurt. They got trafficked. Because one, when Epstein first got busted, we sat silent, we let him get a sweetheart deal. And no one said boo. And now that he's getting busted again, who's saying boo? Where is the boo? Where is the uproar? Where is the loss of just civil discord? It's amazing that in Portland, right, Antifa can come out against the Proud Boys and there can be a fight in the streets, bear mace being sprayed in someone's face. You can throw rocks, they can hit people with bike locks, they can lose their fucking minds. And we're like, well, I mean, you know, people pick sides. I mean, they pick sides, and sometimes this happens. And we've got to figure out how to go against this. And we, we can't have fascism. We can't have racism. And, you know, these are horrible things. And they are. They're absolutely 100% horrible things. But in the world of horrible things and everything that's happening, and the, true to, and the true monsters and the ghouls and the terrible things that go on in this world, in those true statements... Where is the uproar? Where is the bear mace? Where is the bike lock? Where, where is the civil discord? Where is the violence? Where is the anger? Where is the protest? Where is the freak out? Where? Where is it when it comes to kids being hurt? When it comes to kids being trafficked? When it comes to kids being used as, as, as pieces of flesh and pawns in a rich man's game? What, are you you're hoping you make enough money one day that he'll, he'll manage your fund, you sick fuck? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with any of this? 
The fact that we had a, we had an Occupy Wall Street because people lost money, money you can make back. Listen, there's only one thing you can't get back, and that's time, you dumb fucks. So there's one thing you can't get back, right? It's time. Everything else you can get back, right? So the time and the innocence stolen from these young kids, the time and the innocence stolen from them, Where's the outrage? I saw the outrage for Occupy Wall Street when companies were being bailed out. You guys, you, you camped. You camped out in Wall Street, right? You freaked out. You pissed and shit all over Wall Street. You lost your goddamn minds because someone got some money that you think you should have got. It was money. Money you can still go get. There's still opportunity to still have that. It still exists. It's still out there. That's there. That's real. Where are you now? I'm just curious where you're at now. I'm just curious. Because I don't see you anywhere, right? I don't see you doing anything. I don't see you standing up for anyone. In the strange events, too, the, the low rating, the shitty summer sequel is, here's our summer sequel. Epstein's busted again, and even though it's making Good Morning America for five minutes, the fact that the rest of America is not freaking out, trying to burn down his mansion in Manhattan, bomb his island, fuck up his house in California, anywhere, any other property he's got, the fact that we're not doing that in any way, shape, or form, right? I mean, you got, you got Elf, right? You got, and Elf is that, is that, you know, the, the liberation fund for, the Earth Liberation Fund, and they're, they're burning down car lots, and, and they're, they're, they're fucking up property, they're saying, oh, I can't believe it, you know, and I talked about this, and how it's just so dumb, and the, arse, the elf arsonists, right, they're out there, and they're, they're burning tires and cars and shit, it's like, yeah, that's super bad for the environment, way worse than if that car actually drove around, where are you guys for the kids, huh, where are you for the kids, you know, what blows my mind is when shit happens to kids, no one does anything, and they really don't, you're not burning down Catholic churches when they're sitting there and they're fucking kids because that's what they're doing. They're they're raping children. They're they're horribly horribly taking a, they're they're taking advantage of children. And every day, every week, every Sunday, you still go in there and you kneel down a little wood plank and you get the little wafer thrown in your mouth and you squig down some wine. You sick fuck, but you don't do anything because you don't want to raise a stink because you don't want to piss off Jesus. Guess what? God's looking down right now and He's saying very clearly. I cannot believe you fucks are on my team. Get off. Go do something or change jerseys. All right? Go do something or change jerseys. Because you're not doing it in his name. When it comes to the church, you're not stopping it. When it, when it. when it comes to, you know, when it comes to that, no one freaks out. No one loses their mind. You know, we get a movie, gets an Academy Award nomination. We get a couple write-ups. 60 Minutes does a piece once a decade, right? Those are the people waving the flag saying, hey, here's where you're at, where you should go if you just want to check this out. We have people staying up late at night crying. We had people not showing up for work for a week after Donald Trump was elected. I don't care how you voted. I don't care if you love him or hate him. But people were that outraged. Who's not going to work tomorrow because kids are not being protected and people like Epstein are allowed to run free. Who's not? Just curious. I mean, where do you want this shit to go? And how bad do you want it to go? I mean, obviously kids hear it, they see it, right? Listen, if there's a kid and he's 10, 11, she's 10, 11, 12 years old, wherever it is, wherever they are, right, he or she, if there's a little child out there and they're old enough, old enough to watch the news and they see Epstein on the news, 
and they are also old enough that they want they they lived through and they said when mommy and daddy were having coffee in the morning and good morning america the today shows on anything like that right they see the news and they saw everything that was going on with me too and then they see this thing with epstein or they saw anything that possibly happened with the catholic church and they see the follow-through done and they see the follow-through of me too of careers ending and, and i'm not saying that careers shouldn't have ended i'm agreeing careers should have ended People should have been fucked two ways Tuesday, but everyone should have been fucked two ways to Tuesday. All right? Everyone. Men and women. Right? So, but you see, you see just the decimation of, of character and assault, and, and you see things brought to light that you could not believe was happening, like Cosby, right? You're like, yeah, fuck him. Go to jail. You're a horrible person. I hope you rot in prison. And good. He should. He's a horrible piece of shit. But I'll say it again, man. Where are you? Where are you? are you when it comes very simply to the same thing with kids and when you look at your kid who lived through the me too and saw me too when you look at all of that where are you where's your outrage where do you as a society to show outrage where do you show them this outrage for what's happening to kids what's been happening to kids for God knows how long with the Catholic Church that we've ignored. What's been happening for kids with Epstein when we just chose to give him a sweetheart of a deal so he could keep fucking kids and all the other molesters and horrible pieces of shit out there. Where are you? I'm just curious. Seriously, I'm, I'm still on this. Yeah, in case you're wondering, 20 minutes in, I'm still on this. I'm still on this and I'm still pissed because I've got a kid and I want my kid to know I angry at him. And I want my, and guess what? When I talk to Jason Dick on Thursday, we're going to talk, you're going to hear this again in the next episode. You're going to hear, you're going to hear a highlight of this. We're going to see where he goes with this. But I'm just curious where you're at with your anger. Because it's not here. Because I'll tell you what, man, if that guy and Sam Tripoli said this best, or it was Eddie Bravo, if they were doing a, a Michael Vick puppy ring and they were just murdering puppies and just bathing in their blood or murdering kittens and bathing in their blood, people would lose their fucking minds. They would go absolutely crazy. Crazy. But instead, it's kids. I guess they're resilient, right? They'll just bounce back. It's so dumb. It's just, it's so, so dumb. Now, speaking of dumb, and we'll get off this, because I know you guys aren't here to listen to a, a two-hour rant about Epstein and how we need to take care of our kids better, because now you know, we have to. We've got to get outraged. We've got to get angry. We've got to do stuff a little differently. We really, we've got to push the envelope. We've got to push it hard, right? We just have to. So what else we got going on? Well, in case you're wondering, uh, in the movie here, uh, looks like a gal uh, committed suicide, and now we have Dr. Death here, I don't know. He's, but Mr. Death is coming around, and uh, he just killed the lady. And the gal who slit her wrist, he's like, sorry, you can't die yet. This is a horrible film. Listen, folks, in the little, you can see where she's cut herself many, many times. She wants to die. She's got the black lipstick. This is, uh, this is Goth Girl. Goth Girl's got black lipstick. You have um, Mr. Death. He's got his scroll. Life's not ready for you. So sorry, but he did kill an old lady. Her name was Edith, and uh, he helped her cross the street. As soon as he touched her, she died. Drink time. Hold on. Oh, that's cute. They're having a hot dog together. Oh, that's neat. He just ate it in one bite, and now they're singing karaoke together. 
if he meant death, would you sing karaoke and do hot dogs? I'm just curious. Would you would you allow that to happen? Oh, he touched someone, and now that person is dead. Welcome to death, sir. How do you deal with death? I'm just curious. Where do you guys see death? Do you, uh, you have the Judeo-Christian ethic where uh, you know you, you die and, and uh, maybe you go to heaven, maybe you go to hell? Are you um, in, I guess, you know, for some Catholics, it's purgatory, right? I'm just, I don't, you know, I think it's a weird thing, right? Uh, there, are some, there are some very interesting, esoterically um, insights into heaven and hell and how, you know, or, you know, heaven was really here on earth. And the, the reason that we have the separation of churches is that heaven kind of pulled away from earth, right? But hell is not, I mean, who knows? Hell is not here on earth, right? Uh, but, you know, heaven is here on earth. And uh, there's some interesting insights on that and reading and how the Bible describes heaven and earth and, and everything else. It's, 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 uh, it's very interesting. I like how she dressed death up. She, put, she went to a goth party and she dressed death up in a cute jacket. And he's got some pants on. And he's, just, he's very uncomfortable, but he's also very, very goth. As, uh, as uh, her boyfriend, he's got a weird hat with a, oh, for all my friends out there who know me and love me, let me tell you really quick, this dude's got a bird in his hair slash tiny hat sewn on top of his head, in case you're wondering. Yeah, boy. For anyone who knows the huddle story and the, uh, the bird in the hair and how I almost died one evening, well, let me tell you, it's a real thing. And it's terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. That sells the huddle. The huddle was a great story. Listen, Costa Mesa, California, you go find the huddle. Death is coming to dance. Boogie, boogie, bugle boy from Company B, he's coming to dance. That's right. That's exactly right. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick pause as i got to grab another beer. And guess what? We're, oh, hold on. She's going to kiss. She's going to make out with death. We're going to make out with death. What are you going to do? Got that red stripe. And the kiss of death. I wonder if that's where they got the kiss of death from. Oh, not only is she dead, though, everyone's dead. Like a suicide cult pact. Everyone died. And is it death's fault? Take that jacket off. It's fucking weird, bro. You, you take that jacket off, and you keep your long shawl. You get all your stuff going. But now everyone at the party's dead. Looks like a cult pact. And uh, he's got to get his, his sickle and he's got to get stuff going on. Got to make sure everyone there is supposed to be dead. And oddly enough, she's the only one really in color. Everyone else is in black and white. Here's a fun question uh, stolen from uh, Steve Taylor. And this is a philosophical question. Then we're going to give a pause and grab a beer here. But the philosophical question is very simply, do you watch the world in color but do you dream in black and white? I want you to think about that for a hot moment, even though you won't feel the long break. I want you to kind of, sort of, theoretically feel the long break. And think about this um, as I go grab a ice cold beer. Uno momento, por favor. A little stop that you won't even recognize or know because this is how we do it. And we're back. There's a lady fighting something in her living room after a dinner prayer. She knows karate, evidently. 
But we're moving to um, Independence Brews, Power and Life. This is the worst fight scene I've seen in a long time. Uno momento, por favor, and here it cracked. Boom. I just find it weird that Joel Olstein got more hate for not letting people into his house during a flood that Epstein's gotten after uh, sex trafficking and running kids all over the world. I'm not going to let it go. I know I said I was going to let it go. I know that I said there was a lot of shit I was going to do, but I'm going to let you know. I'll tell you what, this lady just got attacked by a ghost. She used a cross and mom walked in with a fucking flip-flop. Let me tell you something, mom, where's your faith? You got 900 crosses on the wall. And if there's some weird ghost, why aren't you grabbing that cross? You got a flip-flop. You, you can't hit, listen, it's not your kid. You can't hit him with a shoe. You got to get after him, son. Somewhere in New Hampshire, 3.32 a.m. As far as they're concerned, this is happening yesterday. Hold on, drink time. Mm-hmm. Special effects. I'll tell you what, this new Power and Light Session IPA, they change it up a little bit, right? It's fantastic. Independent Brewing has done an amazing job. Independent thinkers and drinkers, no shit. You guys are killing the game. I love, I uh, love the new logo. You know, I've talked about this before, right? Love the logo, love the look, love the feel, love everything about what this, um, what this can and what this thing embodies, because they do a hell of a job. All right, so we're at a motel for those of you still watch, really be watching Strange Events too, and still hanging on. And I, I applaud you for watching it, because uh, I couldn't. I listen. If I was by myself and, and hanging out. I would have turned this off a long, long time ago. I really would have. But hey, you know what? It's uh, We're here for a podcast. We're here for some fun. We're here. You're like, dude, you're going to tag this as a comedy. And it's such, I mean, listen, there was 20 minutes of Debbie fucking downer. Well, listen, we got to address these things, right? And then we got to have some fun. We got to address them. These special effects are not very special. I can't tell. This is the most poorly lit movie I've, I've ever watched. It, it, listen, if it was shot with, it's, a, it's like the difference between being shot with an iPhone and being shot with an Android. This was shot with an Android, right? The, the girl who, who tried to escape the clown at the beginning of the film, shot with an Android. And also her phone was an Android, and it was a POS Android, for sure. Now this is like stealing from planes, trains, and automobiles. Two guys in goofy hats, and it's cold outside, trying to come in and get a hotel room from a man who's in a mustache that probably has, well, first of all, sideburns are too long, and probably has someone stuffed in his basement, 100%. God knows what they're trying to argue about to get a room at this hotel, but they're trying to do something to get it, that's for sure. If you hear anything in the background, that is me scratching my head. There's that little scratcher. Get an itchy head, man, it's a little swim today. Chlorine, as you get older, the chlorine will dry out your scalp as you get older. And then what do you get? You get a little dandruff. Then you can't wear any dark clothes, and you've just got to wear clothes that match your dandruff. How come they don't have that? Like if I didn't want to, let's say, get head and shoulders or anything else, let's say I just wanted to live a dandruff life. I just wanted to have that dandruff life, that beautiful, beautiful dandruff life. Could I get clothes that match my dandruff? I mean, I can get clothes. I, you know, you work, listen, if you sweat a lot like I do, right? What do you do? You get clothes, you get dark clothes, right? So you don't show pit stains. Like you, I can't wear light blue. I am an autumn, and autumn uh, also matches spring tones. Yeah, we're gonna go with the color wheel for real quick. <laughs> so autumn matches spring tones, right? And there I am, autumn, spring tones. Oh look, it's the same fucking hotel, and this guy's got a goatee instead of a mustache. 
I like how they were reverse engineered that dumb fucking weird movie. God, this is horrible. Anyways, it is not scary. There's not been a scary part outside of the clown who had, who they could have made scarier. That was the only part that was remotely scary. That I'd be like, look at my daughter and go, yeah, let's not watch this. I just don't want you to be scared of clowns your whole life. I don't want you to think of clowns and dentists as both horrible fucking people. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, they're so, so bad. So, so bad. But if you have clothes that match your dance, then you have to worry about it, right? You just cruise around, little flakes come off your head, they land on your shoulder. Who cares? I mean, unless someone's behind you in black clothes and someone turns a fan on and the wind picks up and then they're covered in your dandruff, that's nasty as fuck. So you probably don't want that. Never mind. Bad idea. Guess what? To all my dandruff lovers out there, you get to stay with dandruff. You get to stay with dandruff. How nice is that? Oh, that was a good burp. I haven't had dinner yet, so uh, this is always fun. So as I said, really, you know, as I said in the beginning, uh, and just just getting back to you guys real quick in this weird thing where they're bouncing back in between motels, and I do not, no, I don't even want to try to figure out what's going on in this horribly written and acted film. Let's uh, let's get back to something real and fun. So uh, they're working on some some tech stuff, but generally speaking, right, I'm super excited about. Uh, everything that's happening with uh, the, this new technology vapor. So V-A-P as in Paul and R as in Randall, V-A-P-R, vapor, on iTunes um, and on, on Google Play, allows us to, uh, to, to grow our reach. So we're gonna be dropping pins, which listen, you'll figure, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of talk through this stuff, but essentially I can uh, share the podcast not only through an RSS feed, through like you can find us, you know, you can find us on SoundCloud and and uh, on iTunes and on Google Play and on Stitcher and on Spotify and about fifty other places where podcasts are downloaded. Right, so you can find us on all those things. And thank you very much for everyone that listens. Really appreciate it. And also, it's super exciting. Well, we're on listeners, and let's let's stay on listeners here for a second. We're still trying to figure out what the hell is going on with this weird movie. But let's just see here, right? So, you know, we've got a, we've got a truck driver that listens to us. Truck driver, so excited about that. So, anyways, um, we've got some we got some new listeners in Thailand, Dominican Republic, which is exciting. We also we just got a jump in listeners in Irvine, California. Shout out Irvine, what's happening? Bozeman, Montana. What up, Bozeman, dude? Newport, Pennsylvania, still coming in strong. Santo Domingo, uh, Dominican Republic, Bangkok, Thailand, Toledo, Ohio. What up, Toledo? Hayesville, North Carolina, Chicago. What up, Chicago? Ontario, California. Hey, man. Uh, Buda, Texas. I think I know who's in Buda that listens. Orlando, Florida. That's terrifying. And then, I mean, we record out of Austin, Texas. So, of course, we got some love in Austin. Uh, this one's coming out late. And I apologize to everyone that it is coming out late only because, like I said, we we're working with Vapor. So, Vapor is going to allow us to grow our footprint a little bit. It's also, we're going to have some more fun, right? So we're going to get some more international love, some international followings, which is always exciting and, and a good time. And then uh, we are, um, we're going to start doing some more stuff. We're going to do stuff here in the U.S. Uh, I'm just going to start giving stuff away, which is going to be fun. We're going to do little tokens to give shit away and have a good time. It's going to be fun. So you're going to want to start following us on Vapor, which is talking during movies, man. Just search it out. 
I think TDM or talking during movies, either one, I'll try to do both. I forget, I think I have a personal profile, which is talking during movies, and I have another profile, which is TDM. Uh, but you know what, you'll, you'll figure it out. But get on Vapor, go ahead and download it. Stuff's gonna start coming out next week, which will be great. So everything's gonna be coming out, which is fantastic. And as all this stuff comes out, hang on to your hats. It's gonna be fun, man. Listen, we're gonna, it's gonna give us a different level of engagement that um, the Patreon doesn't have, that IG doesn't have, that Facebook, and we're not even on Facebook, so I don't even care, that websites don't have, that emails don't have, that none of this stuff has. So that's that's the really exciting part, right? So it's also gonna really freak people out. So these are what you have to think about. And I, and I, I wanna bring this up because I think this is super fun for what we're doing and, and maybe what you're doing out there at home, right? I don't know what you guys do um, for work or, or for fun. Let's see, you're an artist or you're a photographer you are one of our famous truck drivers who gets out there and, and listens to us on the road everywhere. Here's the thing, whatever you're doing for fun, maybe you're doing still stand-up comedy, what, what, you know who I'm talking to, maybe you're doing photography, whatever it may be, but on Vapor, right, you can create a little account, here's the cool thing, you can share that or drop that pan or however you want to put it, and then listen, the, the, the app is going to have, it doesn't have instructions now, it's going to have instructions on, on how to do all this stuff, but for a business or for a podcaster, or for a photographer, or for anyone, a merchant, if you will, in a very general, broad-brushed broad approach. You can share your content. You can give your content away, or you can sell your content. You can, you can share it anywhere in the world. So imagine like just being able to share this podcast in China. Now, here's the funny part, and this is where it gets crazy, and this is where it gets a little bit high lare us right so we share this in let's say Beijing China now I'm referencing a movie that generally speaking strange events to summer of shitty sequels shitty summer sequels that they've never seen because they don't have a VPN so I'm in, I'm in what is it, Beijing Beijing let's go back Beijing China all right so we're Beijing I'm talking about a movie that they've obviously never seen I'm bringing up news and information that they probably have not heard. I am quoting and referencing things like Yuri Geller and Told the Wet Sprocket and cities in America that they don't know about. And then I'm asking them to listen, get it, like it, and smile or laugh or enjoy a bit of it. This is, this is representative of almost when they, make, they print out the two t-shirts for the Super Bowl, they both have both teams winning. And then the winning team gets the shirts and then the losing team shirts get shipped off to somewhere where they clothe people, right? And then obviously that person comes, they're super smart, they come to America, they go to Jeopardy, they, go, they get to, uh, to win the gazillion dollars on Jeopardy and it says, you know, who won the Super Bowl last year? And they're like, the Atlanta Falcons. It's like, they're like, I'm wearing the t-shirt. The Atlanta Falcons won the Super Bowl. It's like, sorry, man. The Patriots won. Don't know how you got that shirt. The, the, we are going to open up movies and how people see movies and how they interact with movies completely differently. I mean, this is if mystery science theater could just have been blasted around all over the world. This is, this is, this is, this is synonymous to any of that stuff, that you can get insight and you just see things differently. So imagine that your first experience of a movie somewhere is the first experience of how I see or Jason Dick and I see or, or, or Tim Kennedy and I see a movie. Imagine that craziness. 
Like, where do you sit in that world? How wacky is that? How crazy is that? That now all of a sudden you're seeing different things all the time. And what are you seeing? Oh, wait. You're seeing it through the eye of not the director, not the actors, not the editor, not Netflix, not HBO, not Hulu. You're seeing it through us. Do you know how crazy and silly that is? And at the same time, how, how awesome that could be? So that's why we're doing it. We're doing it for those reasons. We're doing it for that. We're going to instantly have a global footprint that's a little bit different than the global, global footprint that's out there right now. I mean, Dominican Republic, we've got Uzbekistan, we had Turkey, uh, we had the Taco Bell in Turkey that we reached out to and had a little fun chat with. What up, Taco Bell Turkey? Uh, with England, uh, South America, you know, we were looking at Brazil, Portugal, Chile. Um, you know, we've had some, some, you know, we haven't had many listen. we haven't had any listeners yet is Mexico, which is crazy. So as more people download and adopt Vapor, right? And I'm, listen, we're not leaving IG. I'm barely on Twitter. Barely. I should probably do a better job of being, it's not like I don't have enough time to be on Twitter, but I mean, I don't, I don't get the discord of Twitter. I don't, I don't, it's not, it's not my thing, which is fine. Listen, Twitter's not everyone's thing. And that is a-okay. So we just kind of randomly post on Twitter. Sometimes we just throw up episodes and hope people find them. But um, you know, you've got you've got Twitter. Uh, we're not we're not replacing any of that. What we're doing is we're just creating an extra footprint, an extra avenue, extra piece of growth. Just we're 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 going in a new direction, and there's nothing wrong with that in any way, shape, or form. Now, how exciting is that? This is super exciting. Is we get to reach the world in a different way. And I love that. I love the idea of, of influencing. I mean, and I apologize to the director and the writer and the, um, the production assistant and everyone else at Strange Events too that is probably going to be pissed. They're like, you, you might be our film's first representation in China and all you're doing is talking shit about the shitty acting and now like this gal, she's like, oh, meat is murder. Oh, meat's murder, meat's murder. I, I do I do find this and we're gonna then this brings me to another beautiful tangent. Let me take a drink. Hold on folks. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I have a question. And I and I've wanted to have this debate, and not necessarily debate, but this dialogue with some people, right? And the idea is so I understand that you don't want people eating animals. I understand that uh, you want to make the earth better than where we're at. And I, and I could not agree with you more that we can be better. But what I don't understand is the, the polarizing aspects of it, right? So the idea that, you know, it's, it's my way or the highway, you know? Uh, Don Henley, life is a highway, I'm going to ride it all night long, right? I don't, I don't get and I don't understand and I never will the idea that there can't be common ground. I mean, this is like the abortion issue, right? This is, this is like religion. Uh, understanding what people are going to eat or not eat or what they're going to partake in or not partake in really, um, I mean, it's, it, it draws lines in the sand, and uh, I mean, I'd love to have a, a, a vegan on to, to talk with them about what this means to them, what this means to uh, who they are, what they're doing, anything. I, I would love to. 
And not because I think there's a debate to be won, but because I think there's sides and insights to see. Uh, you know, I mean, like this gal is just, she's eating a burger in front of her friend and her friend's like, I threw that burger away. And you're so addicted to meat and flesh and just eating stuff off the bone and just doing it. But you know what? That, um, that I, I'm all, I'm pissed. I'm super pissed. Like I just, I, I hate you. Fresh meat. You want fresh meat? How about I just tear you apart? Right? So I just, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out where the middle ground is. I, you know, we know that animals have to die. We know that we don't live in a perfect utopian world, right? Where animals live forever and all dogs go to heaven. We know that. We know that, that and, and now I'm not saying, once again, I'm not saying in any way, shape or form that, um, that one's right and one's wrong. I'm not trying to get there. I'm trying to get, uh-oh, this bitch is gonna grab a frying pan and she's gonna beat her to death. Boom, with a frying pan. Golly. That's not very good. She's just beating her to death. But I'm, you know, and this is a great representation. Hey, movie, Strange Events 2, you guys did a really good job. You guys and gals did a really, really good job of, of really the, the continental divide, if you will, the Grand Canyon of meat versus non-meat. You know, it's very rare you find a, a passive person on the non-meat side. Listen, there are some people that make jokes and fuck around, right? But it's very rare that you find a passive person um, on the non-meat side. You'll find passive people on the meat side. You'll also find real assholes on the meat side. So I'm not trying to say the meat eaters are the nice people. Because a lot of times they will just eat meat in front of someone and, not, 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 and just be a dick about it. Listen, if I'm with a vegan, uh, I try to be as respectful as possible. If I'm with someone who doesn't eat certain meats, I just try to be respectful, right? I mean, I think, listen, I don't have to have pepperoni pizza. I don't. I enjoy it. It's one of my faves. I do love it. I mean, mm, it's so good. But I don't have to have it. I just don't have to have it. You know, so who does have to have it? Well, no one has to have it, right? But it's already been processed and made. That's a horrible excuse. But I also really enjoy the meat. Does that mean I want to eat that in front of, let's say, a vegan friend or someone? No, not at all. In fact, you don't have to. I mean, listen, one of, one of my dear friends in LA, like, they don't eat pickled meats. They don't eat pork. They don't eat any of that stuff. So when I order a pizza, man, you got to order like a mushroom and black olive, uh, extra parm pizza, right? Not real parm, not that, not that bullshit dusty parm you, you leave in your fridge, but real, real parm, right? I mean, I'll order one of those. Why? Because I still like pizza. I mean, if it's good pizza, it's good pizza. And I don't mind veggies. You know, it's a, I was doing this thing, uh, and I, I'm trying it out, and I got to do it again tomorrow. I got to go get some more, but this suja, I think it's called S-U-J-A, and all it is is just fresh pressed veggies into a drink. Now, I'm sure there's a fiber content loss, and someone's going to lose their fucking mind about this, right? But uh, I don't, I'm not a big veggie fan. Like, I'm not a guy who just gets up, and he's like, you know, you know what's going to be good? Veggies. You know how many veggies I'm going to like? All of them. I just don't eat veggies. I don't, I'm not a big fan. But I will have two big glasses of this every morning. Now, my wife loves veggies. Man, she could eat veggies all day long. There is nothing more than this woman. She loves veggies. She's just like, oh, salad this, kale that. Mm, let's do this. Let's do these. Oh, my goodness. Sweet potato fries. Oh, but homemade. I've got it all. Oh, and don't forget the romaine lettuce to wrap it all up in. This is amazing. Boom. So what do we do with that? 
Well, it's funny because I buy this juice and she takes one drink and she's like, this juice is dog shit. I hate it. And I'm, I'm like, you're a veggie lover. You do, all you do is love vegetables. All you want to do is, I mean, you just, you eat vegetables. If you could, breakfast, lunch, dinner, that's all you do is just murder vegetables all day long. How do you dislike this? She's like, yeah, no, it tastes gross. I don't, I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. Man, I get it. And I don't like the vegetables. And I drink this stuff up and I'm like, this is amazing. My buddy, I, I took a picture of him and I was like, hey man, am I doing this right? And I'm just drinking this glass of dark green dog shit that for some reason tastes so good to me. It's just veggie after veggie after veggie after veggie. And I'm like, oh, I love it, man. I can have a full, I can have it with a beer. I wouldn't care. It's, it's like when you go golf and you get those frozen Snickers bars, you got to get them frozen. You can't get them hot, right? There's, but there's some of the, you know, like almost breaking your tooth. You're the, 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 the nougat, the rich and creamy nougat, right? But you have that cold chocolate with that cold beer. And that chocolate warms up your mouth and it kind of makes you thirsty. And you have that ice cold beer and you're like, oh my God, it's so good. That's how I see every morning with this vegetable press stuff, man. I'm telling you, it's not a nightmare. It's not a strange event, one or two or three or four. You know what it is? It's money in the bank. So for those of you that don't like veggies, I'm not guaranteeing you're gonna like these, but try this fresh press stuff, man. Go to these juice land places, try it out. All right, in the famous words of, of your mom's house, try it out. Try it out because it is legit and good. This movie is taking a turn for the worse. This guy is obviously in a weird hotel room that they're trying to call a studio. He took something out of the fridge, he set it on the countertop, and then he walked away. When he came back, it wasn't there, and now he walked back and it is there, and it's cooked and ready for him. And he's weirded out. Um, he's, he's smelling it, he's just weirded out. This is such bliss, you know what? This is a bad movie in any language. I just wanna let the directors know, I wanna let the people know right now. This movie is bad in any language. No, the motherfucker's gonna eat it. He lost it for moments in time. He's trying it, he's eating it, and he's like, no, this is good, dog. Totally okay with me. Bro, let me tell you something right now. If that's your nightmare, if this is your weird vision, if this is your, your go fuck yourself that you lost food and found it again. You're an idiot. Uh-oh, someone's coming in this lady's house. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting down to the breaking and entering part of life. She's on the phone. She's yakking it up. Also in an apartment, it looks like. Just trying to get some shit done. But someone has entered her home. Get off the phone. Close your doors. Lock your doors. Who's there? Huh? Oh, my door's open? This is a single woman living by herself. And she's like, huh, my door's open. You know what you do? Let me tell you something real quick. Let me give you ladies a little tip from your Uncle Larry here. If you are hanging out and you are in your house by yourself, in your bathroom, on your phone, and you walk by your door and it is closed, and you walk by your door again and it is open, you stay on your phone, you, do, you walk out of that apartment building and you call 911. You do not close the door and then see what's going on because she just closed the door, locked it, and now there's someone in a sheet fucking with her. This is what happens. And you know what? She's just like, oh, boo. Oh, boo. Oh, are you a ghost? Oh, boo, boo, boo. I'm going to fuck with you. Listen, unless you're going to grab a, a pan or a knife and fuck with that ghost, I suggest you run out of the goddamn house. 
you've got to be an adult here. This is your problem right here. All right, now I'm going to try to make this movie scary for you people listening. You're standing there. Someone's in a white sheet. There's like, hey, what's going on? Close your, you get a text message. Close your eyes from the person under the sheet, and they're on their phone. Don't close your eyes. Don't play this goddamn game. You grab a pan, and you walk up, and you gunk right on the fucking head. You do not mess around with this shit. Let me tell you something right now. Look at this. Like, close your eyes, bitch. Look, look at me. I'm saying, close your motherfucking eyes, little text message, little boo ghost. You don't fuck with boo ghosts. You don't fuck with anybody. What are you, you're just going to take it with your eyes closed? This little motherfucker is crazy. Someone snuck into your house in a sheet and is texting you to close your eyes. You don't play games with these people. You hit them or kick them or fuck them up. This is what you do. These are the games you play. The games you play are called bang, bang, bang. Don't mess around, ain't no thing. She's got another text message. And she's like, what? Close your motherfucking eyes. Stop scaring me. Now she's, now she's mad. Well, guess what? That motherfucker's right in front of your face. And you rip the sheet off and nothing's there. Now what do you do? What do you do? I'll tell you what you do. You run away. Get out your house. Go. Why are you still there, lady? See, there's a problem with people, man. The horror films only make it because people are idiots. Drop your sheet. Guess what? That sheet wakes up right behind you and strangles you. She's dead. And now she's gone. She's not with us. Knock, knock. Who's there? Who's there? Ain't nobody there, folks. I'll tell you who's there. Horror. The binding box of horror. That's who's there. Nothing else but the binding box. Rear Naked Studio Films. Let me tell you some Rear Naked Studio Films. You could do better. You can do a lot better. Folks, that's our podcast. Sorry for the delay. I'm going to get this out right now. We just had to uh, we had to do a couple of things, right? I mean, listen. Sometimes you got to uh, you got to uh, you got to do new technology training, and that that can slow things down. We're getting back up on the pace, though. Uh, it's summertime as well. Summertime messes this up. Kids, pools, fun, drinks, everything else. But I love you guys, and now is uh, your favorite time of the podcast. My favorite time of the podcast. When I get to say goodnight and finish my beer and you get to hear my daughter sing about the first time she took a deuce. Love you all very much. Be good to one another. And go ahead and uh, start a riot. Start an anti-Epstein riot. Start an anti-Catholic church riot. Start any riot you can that tells the children of this earth that you love them, that you're here for them, and that you're going to protect them. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.